You're listening to the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast, the show that guides you on your holistic lifestyle journey to a healthy body, mind, and soul aligned with nature. Hello and welcome to episode number 62 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast. This episode is going to be all about nature-based religions or nature-based spirituality. It would actually be a better way to put it that way because... Spiritual things are usually not too closely tied in with religion. And so I'm going to differentiate the differences there in a minute. But first I want to say, why am I making this episode? Spirituality is one third of the, like, the, the holistic wellness trifecta of the body, mind, and the soul. So it's a very big part of a life of holistic wellness. So being spiritual is kind of like, um, it can go along with being religious, but usually it's, um, you know, you hear people claim that they are spiritual but not religious. And so these type of people account for over 20% of the population in the United States anyway. And many people, including myself, have moved away from organized religion to adopt a more nature-based approach to spirituality. So I have done a podcast episode on the difference between spirituality and religion. And you can listen to that to get a little bit more in depth with it. But for now, I will just say there is one really big crucial difference between spirituality and religion. Religion is given to you usually from an outside source and so you find your faith through that through an outside source such as um, a religion based on a, a deity such as a person that used to live or um, imaginary or or whatever uh, deity in the sky you know and then as far as spirituality that comes from within that is something that you give to yourself that is something that is more or less a um, a system that is personally designed for you based on your experiences and your wisdom. So it's basically where you don't need to be told rules and obligations that you have to fulfill and things like that. So that's basically the difference between the two. And here at Holistic Lifestyle Guide, we focus on spirituality because, like I said, spirituality is one-third of the body, mind, and the soul. So when you're trying to improve your spiritual health, then this is a great place to start with this episode. I'm going to talk about some of the quote-unquote religions, for lack of a better way to say it, um, spiritualities, um, belief systems, I guess you could call them. A lot of people that are spiritual, they don't really like to call these religions because they're not really the same. And like I said, they're that main difference is what sets them apart. So um, I'm going to talk about four of the most common earth-based religions. And I'm going to start with what is basically the umbrella term that covers most of these and that is paganism. So paganism is the broad term, the main broad term used to describe earth religions. Usually these are polytheistic which means they uh, honor more than one god or more than one energy source. 
They generally honor nature, and this is another reason why I, I love the whole nature and spirituality connection, because humans are made of the same elements that nature is made of. And recognizing this fact often is what helps people feel a connection to nature, which is something that most religions fail to provide. Like when you are in a religion, you're going to go to church, which is a building. And you're not really celebrating out in nature. But when you have a, an earth-based religion or earth-based spirituality belief system or practice, whatever you want to call it, you can do that anywhere in nature. Anywhere in nature can be your church. So since paganism is such a broad term, all the religions covered would fall under this category, pretty much. When you hear the word paganism, remember, this encompasses anyone who does not believe in a monotheistic religion, such as Christianity. I'll just use that as an example, since that is the biggest one. But remember that I'm not just picking on Christianity. I'm just using that because it's probably going to be the one that most people were born into. And... You can replace that word with whatever monotheistic religion you are in. So, pagan, the word pagan was first used by early Christians when referring to anyone who was not a Christian. And that is also why I use the word Christianity when I'm talking about religions as opposed to paganism. So, it's important to note that these religions that I'm going to talk about are not mutually exclusive, which means you can practice one or all of these in various forms. You can practice rituals from one religion while sharing the beliefs of another. They are very interchangeable. So the lines between them are very blurred. They all hold a reverence for the earth. So this helps in keeping them all closely connected. So let's start with probably the most popular one, which is Wicca. Wicca is probably the most popular sub-religion under this umbrella, um, even though it's only been around since the 1950s. It was started by a man called Gerald Gardner. So what makes Wicca unique is its focus on magic, which is really just working with tools and energy to bring about positive changes that really start within the mind. So Wiccans put a great importance on the elements of nature, on the moon phases. They also like to honor multiple gods and goddesses, and they honor the earth. They do not worship Satan or put spells on people, which is what many people traditionally believe when it comes, you know, when you hear about witches, you think of people that are casting spells to make somebody sick or die or something, and that is not it. In fact, in Wicca, they have like a a, f a saying that they don't, I'm forgetting it now, but <laughs> they basically don't harm anybody. Do whatever works for you personally, as long as you're not harming anybody. And so that basically, you know, it's, it's it proves that witches are not out to hurt people. Wicca is basically a quote-unquote religion that worships the earth and the elements of nature. 
So moving on to the next one, we've got pantheism. And this is the belief that all things in nature are God. So everything, the trees, water, dirt, rocks, animals and humans, everything. There was no separate creator. Everything that exists is God as one cohesive unit. So unlike Wiccans, pantheists generally don't practice witchcraft. They usually focus on the earth itself and not not really trying to manipulate their lives in any way of course like i said you can mix and match a lot of people take parts of each of these and incorporate them into their lives whatever works for you and that's the beauty of these there's no rules unlike in religions so the next one i'm going to cover is druidry druidry is another religion based on the earth and nature Druidry focuses on the environment. There's a heavily, there's a heavy focus also on ancestors and the landscape. They are particularly into the trees, especially oak trees, because oak trees have a lot of wisdom and energy. And druids also focus more on creativity and the arts. So there are druids, bards, and ovates, and those are three of the different sections of druidry that you can become. So you can learn. This is something that I think is really cool. You can learn all this information yourself, and I'll be sharing a resource with you in a little bit of how you can do that. So if that sounds good to you, stay tuned for that. So the next one that I'm going to cover here is called animism. Animism is another similar belief system, not necessarily religion. It's the belief that all things are alive, even though you we might call them dead. All things alive and dead are really alive and have a soul. Animists like to work with the spirit world. So this often incorporates shamans to help facilitate healings and communicate with other life forms and those who have passed on to other realms. So if this sounds good to you, check out animism. So now I'm going to go quickly through an overview of these four and the beliefs and practices of each of them. So Wicca, the beliefs of Wicca, they believe in masculine and feminine gods and goddesses, and they believe that nature is to be honored. And then practices, common practices for Wicca would involve celebrating the cycles of nature, rituals and ceremonies working with elements and energy. So Wicca is one of the belief systems that follows the wheel of the year. And that is basically um, different different uh, holidays and festivals that are focused on such as, you know, the solstice, the equinoxes, and also the different times of the year. So the changing of the seasons. Every time a new season begins, every time a new section of the season even begins, that's something that Wiccans are really into. And, you know, that's, like I said, this is also something anybody can do. That you don't have to follow Wicca to follow the Wheel of the Year. So the pantheism beliefs, pantheism believes that everything in nature and the universe is God and pantheism practices, they take care of the environment and they're really big on human and animal rights. So druidry beliefs, 
Druidry believes that nature is sacred, particularly on honoring trees. And Druidry practices are taking care of the environment, the landscape, and creating art. Animism beliefs. All things in existence are alive and have a soul, even deceased beings. Animism practices incorporate shamans and plant medicines to aid in healing. I personally believe in all of these belief systems. However, I don't actively engage in all of their practices. That's a, a lot of work and it, it does seem like a lot of things you have to do. But a big part of these religions is having freedom. Many practitioners are drawn to these because of the loose rules. So this means you can declare yourself a pagan or a Wiccan or a pantheist or an animist anytime you wish. So another word on Druidry here. If you want to call yourself a Druid, this does require moving up through various levels of education. So I mentioned earlier that I have a resource to share with you about Druidry. And if you go to the website druidry.org, this is a great website where you can learn all of the lessons that they teach passed down from generations, millennia. So it's a great website. And if you want, you can even order a sample lesson, which I did. And so they send you a little packet of information and you can choose whether or not you want to learn online or whether you want to have the information sent to you physically. You can also do both. So check that out. That's druidry.org. And I will send, I will put a link in the show notes so that you can check that out if you're interested. So now I'm going to give a couple of other ways that you can get started practicing nature-based spirituality. So the first one is to grab a journal and a candle and just head outside to a spot where you feel comfortable, preferably away from people or traffic. If you can find a secluded grove of trees, this is perfect. And this is actually what the Druids did. They're really big on the, the sacred tree groves where they would gather and do their rituals and ceremonies and honor the trees and the land. So if you can find a little grove of trees to hide yourself in, that's perfect. Take your journal there and journal your thoughts. Set your intention to connect yourself with your surroundings and meditate as you feel the subtle energy all around you. So that's one great way that you can connect with nature. Another way is to go outside at night when the moon is full or when the sky is clear, lay on the ground, or dance or walk, whichever you prefer, and just contemplate. Just the moon and the stars, the earth and the universe. This is something that our ancestors did and this was probably the first thing that they ever did when it came to practicing spirituality. Because when you contemplate where you are in the universe, and it's more than just the earth, it's everything. This is a great way to practice spirituality based on the earth. And that's why I like to, I love to go outside at night. That's my favorite time to go outside. Whether or not the sky is clear, whether or not the moon is full, any time is fine. But when you can see the stars or when you can see the moon, it's even better. And speaking of the moon, that is another thing that you can honor 
um, simply being aware of each of the phases of the moon as they change from one to the next. This will help you become more attuned to the moon's energies. And I talked about this a lot. I've got a couple blog posts about it. I've got at least one uh, podcast episode about it. I will leave a link down below in the show notes for that. And I also have a phases of the moon journal too that I will link if you are interested in that. So another, I also mentioned the wheel of the year. So this is something that you can celebrate without needing to belong to any of these. You can just, you can even get my printable pagan wheel of the year workbook. It's actually like a planner journal type thing. And this is going to cover all of the holidays and festivals. So these will form the basis of celebration for most of these nature-based religions. They include the solstices, the equinoxes, and the turning of the seasons. And this helps you live in alignment with the cycles of the seasons. It's very foundational to all of these religions. So I highly recommend getting yourself that printable wheel of the year planner journal. I mean, you don't have to get mine, but I mean, I made it with this in mind for you to have these practices so it lists out all the practices that you can do for each one and the correspondences as well, like which crystals to use, which herbs to use, um, which essential oils to use. And it kind of gives you a journal page to write out your feelings and it gives some prompts as well. So if you don't know what to write, it'll tell you what you can, you know, some prompts that you can write about. So I'll leave a link in the show notes to that as well if you're interested that's going to be a great place to start because really when it comes to nature-based spirituality religions, it's really all about the earth. It's really all about aligning yourself with nature. And that's my, one of my biggest messages with Holistic Lifestyle Guide is honoring nature. So anything that you can do to honor nature is great, but the wheel of the year is really important. And that's something our ancestors did. They did it from the very beginning. I mean, even if you look at Stonehenge, they they arranged that to line up with the solstice. So the sun is in the right spot that it has to be in. And that's why people gather there on the solstice. It's a really amazing, like I've never been there, but it's it's gotta be an amazing way to connect with your ancestors. And, and you can even do things like that. If you don't have to go there to do it. Like I said, you can just be out in nature, find yourself some trees, observe the moon phases, you know, things like that. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you in learning different ways that you can become more aligned with spirituality through nature-based religions. And that is it for this week's episode of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode, and thank you so much for listening.